Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor, but still want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, to name a few. Perfect for enjoying with family or friends and taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1066. And then this is how I changed my life this weekend by James Altucher of jamesaltucher.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, your personal narrator, reading blogs to you mostly, but sometimes books, anything that I think will help you optimize your life. Today's post comes from James Altucher, a very unique writer, always has a different perspective. For now, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. And then, this is how I changed my life this weekend by James Altucher of jamesaltucher.com. I wanted to do something I had never done before. I wanted to do something creative. I wanted to plant a seed that could turn into something both artistic and lucrative. With a friend, we outlined a story based on mutual interests of ours and some of my life experiences. And then I wrote a screenplay from beginning to end in one weekend. I love exploring new subcultures. I've been involved in many slices of life over the past 30 years. For me, a new subculture is both an escape and a passion. When you combine escapes with passions, money is a side effect and love is a side effect. I took two high-stakes subcultures, the hedge fund business, which I was involved in for about 15 years, and the stand-up comedy world, which I first tasted 20 years ago, but have been more active in the past one and two years, and probably obsessively in the past year, I performed Saturday and Tuesday. Also in the past few years, several high-stakes things have happened to me, shaking me to the core, shaken, forcing me always to apply my own advice to myself rather than to just stupidly give it, to experience my own beliefs again and again divorce, money, and throwing out everything I own, plus spending years moving from Airbnb to Airbnb. Why did I move from Airbnb to Airbnb? I don't really know. I didn't want to deal with the hassle of owning anything. I wanted to have everything taken care of. I wanted to be a voyeur on everyone's life. I wanted to explore new places and neighborhoods as much as possible. But because I did this for years, hundreds of stories, both bad and good, have happened to me from the horrific to the amazing coincidence to just simply the amazing. It reminds me of Rucker Hauer's monologue in the death scene in the first Blade Runner, quote, I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. I watched sea beams glitter in the dark near the Tenhauser Gate. All those moments will be lost in time, like tears in rain, end quote. And yes, I'm comparing myself to Rucker Hauer and Blade Runner. I give myself permission. A friend of mine gave me advice recently. It's time to stop at the Airbnbs, she said. It's creepy. We're having lunch today. She's saved my life before. So lunch is on me, big spender. So I wrote all of that down into two equations. Two high-stakes subcultures, hedge fund world plus comedy world equals X. Two high-stakes life situations, divorce plus extreme minimalism equals X. 
Math problem? Solve for X. It turns out X is a story. So with a friend, we outlined every scene in a story from beginning to end. That was Saturday. In every scene, we jotted down the situation, the characters, the location, and ideas on dialogue. We kept writing dialogue down until we laughed. Then Sunday, we each wrote a script from beginning to end and then merged them scene by scene. In two days, we went from laughing and brainstorming random ideas to coming up with all the scenes to finished first draft screenplay. I had never read a book about screenwriting before. I had never written one before. I've read hundreds of screenplays when I worked at HBO and I advise on a TV show, but I never wait for permission to do anything. Ready, fire, aim. We had a few rules when mapping out the scenes. The first few scenes had to introduce every character, location, and problem or tension. Each scene had to be funny, could be dark, but also funny. Each scene had to move the main character and potentially minor characters forward. Zero cliches. And we wanted most of the scenes to take place in locations where I would want to spend my time. Seinfeld gave this weird piece of advice on Norm MacDonald's podcast, make a TV show where people want to hang out in the locations. I've never heard that before. If I can make myself laugh in each scene, then chances are someone else would as well. We used a site called Celtex to merge the scripts as we both worked on them on our own on Sunday. We mapped out how the entire season one of the story could work with one line each to describe each basic story. We mapped out a season two as well. We figured out all the ways we can market the show, mostly using my own social media. We also figured out how we could shoot it ourselves if nobody else liked it, which is always possible. This evil plan is what I also call my choose-yourself strategy. Without a choose-yourself strategy in every life situation, you give too much power to others in a worst-case scenario. Whenever I don't give myself a choose-yourself strategy, I end up being unhappy, end up being sad. Then I gave the script to several people to see all the parts where they laughed out loud. Then Monday, I sharpened up dialogue. I'll do that every day until it's ready. No rush. Someone told me the Farrelly brothers were once given this advice. Don't say you are trying to do a movie. Say you are doing a movie. I'm doing a scripted TV sitcom. Will it get done? I don't care. I was able to exercise my idea muscle by coming up with ideas for each scene, ideas for each character, ideas for each piece of dialogue. This is the mental part of the daily practice I often write about, the 10 ideas a day, every day. For me, when I exercise the idea muscle, it only gets stronger. Will it get done? For 20 years, I built up a thousand connections in this business. Connections aren't email addresses. Facebook friends aren't Siamese twins. Connections are people I would do any favor for who I assume would do any favor for me. And I was able to do this with a friend. We had so much fun and it was a pleasure. This is the emotional part of the daily practice I often write about. Will it get done? I have personal experience in everything I wrote about plus the marketing skills to make something happen. Will it get done? Knowing I wanted to do a good job on this, I made sure I slept well, ate well, exercised, got into shape, so I'd be as creative as possible. This is the physical leg of the daily practice I often write about. The mind, the body, my relationships are always linked together. When one is bleeding or leaking energy, the entire body collapses. Will it get done? I don't even care. It doesn't matter to me. I could die tomorrow. I will never mortgage my present in exchange for future fantasies. This is the spiritual side of the daily practice I often write about. Why even write about this process before I do anything with it? What if it never happens, which is likely? because process is art. Because I already did something with it, I wrote it, 
and I wrote it using all of the ideas I've written about for years. If it fails or succeeds from here, I'll write about that also. It already got done, because this weekend I loved every minute of it, because I don't know tears of rain. You just listened to the post titled, And Then This Is How I Changed My Life This Weekend, by James Altucher of jamesaltucher.com. He's a well-known podcaster too. He has the James Altucher Show where he interviews a lot of people that you may have heard of. You can check that out. Again, that's the James Altucher Show. I'll leave it there for today. I hope you're having a great weekend if you're listening in real time. And I'll be back tomorrow reading to you where your optimal life awaits.